Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one goth. Happy December, everyone. Happy yes. December, indeed. We are in officially in the holiday season. I'm so excited about it. We are wearing our sweaters and sweatshirts. Our new holiday merch. Yes. That's right. Which I'm hoping by this time is sold out. It should and be all sold out. It'll now. be sold out. Come and on. you guys should be getting it coming soon. For the holiday season. That's yes. right. Be able to celebrate with Alex- the first degree. Alexis wore hers. What is it? At Target or something? Mm-hmm. And then like five people stopped you and said, "Yeah, I can give you a true crime podcast." Recommended me things, and we're like, "True crime and chill, baby." I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> what podcast did they recommend you? Uh, the psychologist, ne- the shrink next door. Maybe? Okay, shrink next door is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the one that sticks out. That somebody was like, "Oh, girl, did you get this?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> were you like, "I actually have a podcast. This is my merch." I didn't. I was like hoping they'd be like, first degree is the best podcast rate, ever." Yeah, rate, it review, subscribe. You yeah. know that happens to me all the time when people uh, compliment my Jack Vanek merch when I wear it. They're like, "Oh my god, I love your shirt," and I'm like, "Thank you." And they're like, "We love Lady Gang. You should listen to it." You're like, "No," and I never <laughs> am like, "Oh my god, thank you. That's I made me. it." Yeah, I'm just like, oh, "Thank you, goodbye." Yeah, I didn't. I, I don't do saying that. anything else. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you can't. You know, just gotta let it organically happen. Exactly. Well, I hope everybody loves their merch. I had such a fun time uh, designing it, and I think what we'll do coming up, you know, in this next year, is kind of have some holiday themed merch. Like I I'm thinking that. a Valentine's Day drop will be mm. next. We can have some like cutesy, heartsy, mm-hmm. true crime, dark undertoned stuff. Maybe Easter, a little pastel. Oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> Alexis's face, by the way, I could everybody. Do some, but pastel <laughs> just doesn't resonate with me. No, in but that, springtime. Like, yeah, springtime. Spring God, God forbid pastel. our Lord and Savior rises from the grave. Okay. Okay, Billy, you <laughs> go to church so much. Uh, this religious podcast that we have. Um, okay, any other uh, house cleaning we have? I think... I don't think so. Well, it is Alexis's birthday episode. We're celebrating Alexis's birthday, which is tomorrow. No, it's today. Oh, it's today. Yeah, thanks. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) This happens every year. Jack will be like not bring it up for the whole episode. And I'll be like, oh, also. um." (laughs) Well, okay. But here is, okay. This is why I fuck it up. Uh Because my dog, when I was growing up, Pugsley, his birthday was on December 3rd. So I get them really fucked up because I'm like, Mm. which one? I know I have a December 2nd and a December 3rd birthday that are important. And I get them switched around. This is going to go well. 
<laughs> it's still in okay, Pugsley it was a childhood dog. <laughs> I know, but they're still in my mind. They're still important dates that they get a little flip flopped in it's my honestly brain. Fine, I shouldn't even have a birthday because I'm immortal. Frankly, immortal. I love that. Yes, you know, a tank can't be is indestructible. Frankly, That's that is not, very true. It's not quite true, but yeah. In life and beyond, this tank is this tank is indestructible, but most tanks. I think can, Alexis is stronger than. Your uh, average a military tank, tank yes. too, to be honest. Very resilient. Yes. Very resilient. Yes, the Panzer has nothing on Alexis. What a birthday. What a birthday. Okay, well, Billy, oh. let's go in. What? I want to say, this is Britney Spears' first birthday. We have the same birthday, me and Britney Spears. Oh, you do? I didn't know that. In 13 years, mm-hmm. not under a conservatorship. Yeah, I wonder fantastic. what she's going to do. I don't know. Hopefully, like, go on a trip with her boyfriend or do fucking something she wants to do. Because I, I am excited for her that this is, like... I think about her every year, even though I don't know her. Yeah. Because I was so excited that I shared a birthday with her. And following what's been going on with her, I'm so fucking stoked she's finally having a birthday, not under the control Mm -hmm. of this fucking panel of psychos who've been exploiting her. So I dedicate dedicate this birthday to her. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Love you, Brett. Love you, Brett. That's a great day. All right, Billy. All right. So today is December 2nd. We're going to get into the dark day. Dark day. Vanuatu police... In 2014, arrested 20 people because they hanged two men who were accused of sorcery. So anybody thinking that, you know, that, you know, when did the uh, Salem witch trials? That was 1600s, right? Yeah. This happened in 2014. I know. This is crazy. This was like six years ago. Yes. So they said that there were likely to be more arrests. It was witnessed by 40 people. What? Yes. Mm And um, they said that, you know, it's like, uh, apparently this was legal within their justice system. The hanging of people accused of sorcery. I also think it's really interesting. It was two men. Where is Vanuatu? It's a little, it's an island in like off the, not off the coast, but it's an island kind of by where like Fiji is. Interesting. A tiny, Mm -hmm. tiny little island. Okay. Well, sorcery is apparently alive and well then. It is. You know, I'm all for it. Your for sorcery? Yeah, why not? Well, it was interesting, too, because I tried to dive more into what this was about. There were very minimal articles about it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I want to know what the guys were doing that people thought that they were spells? witches. Like, like, tell us more. Yeah. Like, what was the history behind this all? And there was very little information about it. Like, it well, was just this one article for the most part. Did you guys read The Crucible growing up? No. Yes, but like, I don't remember it. Yeah, but it was just like, so it was such a great book. And it was obviously, it was reflecting the Red Scare at the time. I mean, mm-hmm. He wrote it because it was all about, you know, the Red Scare and all about like, you know, uh, gang mentality of trying to eliminate somebody from society because they thought some, something different. Right. And um, I don't know what these guys were doing. Maybe they were doing something that was completely nefarious but doesn't probably doesn't seem like they were doing that much no and there is a quote that says until the parliament passes a law to do with sorcery and all of this black magic we'll have an alternative option on how to handle these people who commit these crimes so it's they're still dealing with it over there yeah yeah but like i think sorcery is if you can catch someone practicing sorcery effectively you should really just be friendly. Profit harness, off har- of this. Harness that. Harness and do like fucking trade shows. Do fucking <laughs> like show us. Like I want to fucking have a levitating sorcery Dude, show. I, when we were growing up, like as little girls, Billy, I don't know if men do this. 
little girls are so into seances and watching the craft yeah. and being like, I'm a witch. Let's build a fort. Let's go oh in the God. woods. Let's yes. like, this is what little girls love. Like mm-hmm. I just want to be a sorceress, witch so bad, yeah. which is why I'm happy this fell on my birthday because this is a dream of mine. Um, it's something we all were so stoked on and like the urban legends of being able to like levitate your friends. Oh like, yeah. Light girls, as a feather, stiff as a board. Exactly. We all did that stuff. So it's like, I can't believe people hate sorcery when all I want is sorcery, frankly. Did I, I don't, I can't remember if I've told the story on the podcast before, but like when I was in church camp, I befriended this comedy duo. Did I talk about this before? Craig No, but I'm here. Oh yes. And you were, you talked to the one guy, right? Well, yeah, I was like obsessed with Craig. And anyways, um, it was when I thought I was like a really strong Christian. And, (laughs) but then I started hypnotizing my friends and I really thought that I could do it because my friend played along and she was just like doing all these crazy things. And I'm like, Oh my God, I have this power. I was like in seventh grade. (laughs) Mm, It's when they play along is really can help with that grandiose personality disorder. No, it was like insane. Like every, and then she'd like, wake up. She'd be like, what happened? I really thought I had a power. And anyways, but then I emailed Craig and I was, asking him if it was a sin that I was hypnotizing my friends. What did he say? He was like, you probably shouldn't do that. Mm. And then I stopped it. But you know, who knows? I could have had all of this magic within me that just got really... You could have been on the comedy circuit. I could have. I could have been in Vanuatu. Vanuatu. Could have been you. Could have been me. Could have been me. Or you could have been teaching me to be a sorceress, which is my all-time dream. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So close. There's still time. Mm. I mean, I don't think it's too late. Do you want to try a little something later? Light as a feather, light as a feather, stiff as a board. Yes, we're doing that tonight. Perfect. Me a little Ouija board action. Nice. (sighs) I'm into this. Me too. All right. Well, this is a great day. Um, But when we come back. The day of my sweet, sweet birth. Day of her sweet birth. Uh, My mom didn't have an epidural, so it's thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. When we come back. We've got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? All right. Welcome to On The Stand. Every week we bring person, place, thing, idea, whatever, something that's on our mind to the stand. We're either prosecuting it or defending it. And then at the end, we all vote if it's guilty or not guilty. Take it to Instagram. See how everybody feels. And uh, see if our unpopular opinions are founded on anything. Right. So... Alexis, since you're the birthday gal, mm. I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Birthday gal. Um, I think what I'm going to put on the stand today, not that no, anyone's ever done this for me <laughs> or anything or tried to, but I'm going to say I don't think people really like surprise parties as much as they pretend to. Okay. So you're putting surprise parties on the stand. Any grandiose surprise can be a little difficult for someone like me who needs to mentally prepare for pretty much anything and it's yeah. got a little a little slant of neuroses mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so yeah i don't love like a big like i would hate if a surprise happened to me and i was not wearing what i wanted to wear or dress how i wanted to dress yes. or prepared yes. like i want to if i was surprised and i felt fugly that day i'd be so angry mm-hmm. So I think what I'm going to say is, I'm putting on the same surprise parties. That being said, if you plan a surprise for me, anyone listening, and just tell me right before, 
Be like, we're going somewhere tonight and you need to be wearing this or that. Like you need to tell me so I'm prepared for the surprise or trick me into being prepared for the surprise. But a cold surprise is mm-hmm. unacceptable. Yeah. So cold- what you're saying is like have somebody let's say like, hey, we're going to go out to a really nice dinner. You have to, you have to dress really nice. Yeah. Like look I, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to be told. Look gorgeous before be you leave the house. a lot of famous people there. You or just like, look, yeah. <laughs> I want to take us to take photos tonight. Mm-hmm. Trick me, manipulate me into thinking I need to look amazing or feel amazing. Because if I'm just cold fucking surprised, it's not going to be good. Well, it's like, it's kind of the idea of like when you're getting proposed to, too. It's like you got to trick the person into getting their nails, nails done. done and to looking good. Like you have to have... And a, you got to know that ring size because what if you get proposed to and the ring don't fit? Yeah. Then Marriage over. over. Proposal over. Like <laughs> answer is no. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I hate surprises for the same Reason. reasoning. So Jared's like planning this like surprise trip for me for like... A, a moment for us because our engagement was so crazy that we're just going to have this like nice romantic weekend, but he wants it to be a full surprise. But I'm like, what is the climate? What, acti- what type of an mm-hmm. activity are we doing? Are we doing like Hiking. outdoors? Are we camping or is it going to be doing a nice outfit? Like what am I bringing? As long as I'm prepared for the clothing and the looks, then yes. I'm good. But it's the same thing with the surprise party. Well, what same. has he said? Um, we're going somewhere that's cold that mm-hmm. might snow we might be doing something outdoorsy and also bring a nice outfit. So pretty much all of the above. Interesting. Well, you yeah, know but what? No, but this is exactly the kind of information I need to know to be able to enjoy a surprise. Exactly. Like, I need certain information to enjoy a surprise. And I think the right person for you will figure that out, figure that out because mm-hmm. it's like, I also am dying to be surprised. No one in my life has ever, ever surprised me. I think everybody does want to be surprised in the right way deep down. But I think that is such a feat for people, everybody else in their lives that it's really intimidating and scary. Listen, listen, when it comes down to it, a surprise party and having somebody that has taken the time and effort to gather all of your friends to Ooh. get something that they think that you will like, even though if it's not perfect, it shows a level of, of uh, you know, um, how much that they like you and how much that they've thought about you. Yeah. I'd say love at that point. We can Probably go love. love you. Sure. Yes. Like you. And... <laughs> How sad. <laughs> they like might casually like they you. like you a lot to yeah, know that. Yeah, it's yeah. like, do Look you know what love like is, you. Billy? <laughs> yes. No, I agree. I think that like it's the at the end of the day, it is also the thought that counts. Of course. It's not but like it is also about you. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What, what's so the, you better be prepared. What's the verdict? Surprise parties. <sighs> See, that's hard. Guilty. I'm gonna say guilty because it's just there's too many there's too much room for error. Not guilty. Okay. Just fly by the seat of your pants. Mm, that's hard for me to do. You don't really do that either, though, Billy. Yeah, I, do. I really don't, do I? <laughs> no, so you just you just sabotaged our verdict for yeah. just to be a contrarian. We still won. It's fine. I know. Feels good. Okay, I'm going to go next. Love um, that for you. Because it is the beginning of December, this is our first episode after Thanksgiving. Um, I'm putting on the stand the concept of decorating for Christmas before Thanksgiving. Now, I am prosecuting that because I love to be festive in any way possible. Mm. I love to extend the period of time that you are celebrating this like fun, you know, festive time in your life. So Mm. I started decorating for thing or for Christmas, like a week after Halloween. I've already decorated, but I thought you said you were prosecuting it. She's prosecuting. I'm prosecuting the idea. She's prosecuting the idea of people that don't like it. 
Okay, well, let's simplify. Let's simplify this. Yes. yes. You're, you're defending decorating before Thanksgiving. Yes. Defending decorating before Thanksgiving. Okay, got it. This Our, is going to make Instagram Just so it's not like easier. double group, thi- like no. double. Yeah, it's yeah, a little there confusing. Was, there was a little bit of couple decorating oh, right there. I now, love now. that. I love this. Now, now, I'm, he, defending, I'm defending decorating before Thanksgiving. Great. Understood. Now, Great. He, now, here's the thing. We go through, we, we have a very weird um, uh, procession because we go from... We go from starting the year over because we're trained after 12 years and then four years of college and then maybe even grad school of our year start in September. So September mm-hmm. is sort of like, oh, you're starting something new. Yeah. Then you're into Halloween. Then you're into Thanksgiving. Then you're into Christmas. Then you're into nothing for a really, really long time. Right. I never thought of the year starting in September. Really? No. Always have. I never did. I mean, it's, it's like a different New type. Of, well, it's a school year. I know. It's but a school it just, year. Yeah. No, but like, I always never thought of it like that. Me, that I didn't. All right, we'll we'll ask the Facebook group about it. Okay. Yes. But I think that Thanksgiving is a time where there's no real there there in a sense where it's all about a destination. It's all about that one day. Yeah. So it's hard to kind of, what are you going to do to decorate? And I think people really do love Christmas so much and people like to spend a lot of money on Christmas that they mm-hmm. want to stretch it out as much as possible. Right. So maybe a week after Halloween that they're going to put the stuff up. Well, that's the thing. It's like you... You decorate and you get excited and you dress up for Halloween and then you're right. Then there's like kind of like this like lull of like what the fuck do you do for this month and then it's Christmas. But if you start decorating after Thanksgiving for Christmas, it goes by so fast. It goes by in a blink of an eye. Everybody's busy. You're buying all the presents. By the time you buy presents, then Christmas is over. So I like just like kind of sitting in that moment. Like we started watching Christmas movies in the middle of November just because it's like, you know what? it I, feels good. I think what you can do though is I think maybe throw some lights up. You know, just just start slowly. You know no, what I mean? Maybe not necessarily the tree, but throw I think just starting two slowly. Tiers. It's like for uh, for me, I've already decorated my apartment. I have lights everywhere. I have my tinsel tree. I have little knickknacks on the tables. Yeah. Little. I did a cute job. The tree, the true tree, I think comes after Thanksgiving. Agree. Mm. But I love the lights, and mm. I, I'm with you, Jack. I started really early this year because it's like we need all the joy we can muster. Frankly, well, especially mm-hmm. after like the year of COVID. I mean, I de- I think I started decorating like the day after Halloween last year. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, I need joy in my life. It's something. so fucking sad. We needed mm-hmm. something, but like, we're still kind of coming off of that, like another year and a half of COVID. So it's like, we need these like little bursts of joy in our lives. Yes. 100%. I-, I will agree. I will say though, that uh, I'm not putting this on the stand, but it just shouldn't even be on put it the stand because it's ridiculous. Is that you go into target or Walmart, they started putting out the Christmas stuff Mm-mm. even before Halloween. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. They did. Chill that out. I know. Um, Right before Halloween, it's like I popped into a Target and I was like, oh, where's the costume section? It is already gone. Oh, On the day yeah. of Halloween, they mm-hmm. had nothing. They had already put out Christmas. All the That's Christmas insane. stuff was They cleared out. They were out of Halloween stuff. I think supply chain shit. They were out. Yeah. So I think they already just were like, fuck it. Let's start unloading our Christmas mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like devastated. I'm like, you're you're breezing through Halloween like it's nothing. Like nothing. it's nothing. Nothing. It deserves a slight uh, yes. nod of recognition. Well, they were like, Hall- you could be Santa for Halloween. There is Halloween, or not Halloween, sorry. There is Thanksgiving decorations too, which I would actually put out if I had enough storage room in my apartment because I, I think that they're amazing. The a gourds. Corn- a cornucopia yes. pouring <laughs> out of, yes. gourds pouring out of a cornucopia. Yes. Like all this produce pouring out of it. Like autumnal colored leaves yes. everywhere. Like it's so nice. I, oh, I, I love I remember we had that corn, you know, like that multicolored corn. Yeah. We had that and we, 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 we pinned it up on our door and I think squirrels got to it. And then we found it on the ground, like completely eaten. Like, Even though it was like, so it was like, fuck your Thanksgiving, <laughs> fuck your autumnal it was, those, like those, The I'm, Long Island squirrels. That's right. I'm confused about <laughs> that. I'm confused about that corn. Is that corn cooked? 
That's not. Is no, it cooked? it's dried. Dried. It's yeah, dried. It's dried. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's like they freeze dry it or just organically dry it. I don't maybe know. they put something over it, like some sort of like varnish or something. But yeah, but these varnish. They were all like, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna eat hopefully, this. So hopefully it didn't have poison in it. Hopefully all they're right. still alive. For sure, it had asbestos in it. Yes. Okay, so decorating for Christmas before Thanksgiving. Not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Just don't play the music. Mm. I'm playing the music. Mm. Well, it you is can't... after Thanksgiving, so you should be playing the music. Yeah, no, but after yes, but. Before Thanksgiving, don't play the music. I didn't start playing the music until after Thanksgiving. Well, I don't really play music at home alone. Mm. Mm. I just watch Datelines and Law and Order. <laughs> As we do. All right, Billy, your turn. All right. <clears throat> I'm putting on the stand also in the uh, Christmas <coughs> variety is uh, asking people what they want for Christmas. Okay. That aren't children. Okay. You, I mean, you want to ask your children what they want. And, and I still do that with my children. But for uh, grown adults... If you are willing to get somebody a present, either you know them enough or you don't know them enough to get either one. If you don't know them enough, get them a bottle of liquor. If they're sober, get them something else, a gift card to Dunkin' Donuts. If they are, uh, if you know them enough, you should be able to think about what they want and be able to buy it. We're talking about friends. Yes. Yeah. Or like just like other people in your life that aren't like immediate family that you would assume that would receive a gift. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that gifts in general are a gift. They're not an obligation. Like nobody should just be assuming they're going to receive one. Mm -hmm. Um, especially a friend, like adult friends, like you shouldn't be assuming you'd, you're going to receive a birthday gift or a Christmas gift. If somebody is thinking of you and finds like the perfect thing for you, then it's just like such a nice gesture to do that, Mm -hmm. but shouldn't be assumed. Well, that's what if the person was asking what you want so that they wanted you to know that they were getting you something mm. to give. So it wasn't awkward for that other person. Like maybe it was like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm getting you something like, so you're not fucking feeling weird. But if then we... like, how awkward is that to be like, Oh, what price range are we thinking about? Like, I, I don't think you have to go there. I just think it depends on the context. And, um, also some people might just be doing it. So, cause they're fucking bored and want to ask questions. I don't mm. know. Also, some people are just really bad at gifts. Like I totally get that mm-hmm. too, where people just freeze and can't figure it out at all. Even like, if what they're genre? Out- they're just looking for a genre. They're looking for like a, do you want home decor? Do you want yeah. an experience? Like, I think I mean, it's th- sort of, you're, you're kind of making it seem like it's a negative thing that someone's trying to be considerate. I mean, which I, I think I'm is not, I mean, I think it puts somebody on the spot though. And yes, there are certain people that are, listen, so Poor from, person being put on the spot because someone they love, someone who <laughs> loves them wants to get them a gift. So there, there are certain people that are easy to get gifts for. Like I'm thinking of Stephen, who who is our engineer at uh, at Murder Squad. He's all about Jurassic Park and dinosaurs. Right. I always know that I can get him something. I can get him something dinosaurs, and he he's going very to love specific it. Interests. Very specific yeah. interests, and it's just like, and then throughout the year, if I see something that's cool, I'll get it, and then I'll save it for him. Then, then it's there. Yeah. yeah. So, but there are certain people that don't necessarily have all of those specific interests. Yeah. No, I mean that's a uh, there. But, it's many. It's multi layered. Multi layered. It's layered. It's a little more nuanced okay. than you're making. I'm it still going to say guilty. I say not guilty. Not I guilty. say like, if you're friends, are you really going to chat like? you know crucify your friend for asking like what you want for i don't know i think it's sort of you're reading too much into that okay but i'm gonna say not guilty all right all right there you have it there you have it well when we come back um it's time to celebrate alexis that's right it's true crime rewind alexis edition what yes oh no 
Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. True crime rewind, the Alexis link letter edition. Dun, dun, dun. We uh, are celebrating all things Alexis, and we want you out there, everybody listening to Killing Time, to do something that's a little bit Alexis today. Ooh. Oh. Get yourself a little chicken nuggy. A little chicken nuggy. You know, a little. Yes. Watch some Law and Order. There you go. Yes. Obsessively research something that you wouldn't <laughs> normally. Um, go down a couple rabbit holes. Yeah. Yeah. Emotionally. So. Yeah. Like professionally. <laughs> Tell your favorite Sagittarius that you love them. Some, there's going to be something. Um, have you ever done your birth chart before? Oh my gosh, I have a giant book at home of my birth chart. My mom had a whole book made, everything you could ever think of. Interesting. Yeah. So we, this is going off track and a little I, bit. Again, I'm not really into it, but I'm my not mom either. is. I'm not my either. My mom's highly into it. We had an astrologist on Lady Gang recently that did our birth charts, because I don't know anything about astrology. I'm like, I'm a Taurus. I guess I'm like bullheaded and honest uh-huh. and loyal. Like, that's all I know. Mm-hmm. But they did the birth chart where they have like your moon, your sun, and your rising. Mm-hmm. But I'm a Sagittarius moon. Ooh. So I wonder if that has anything to do with why we get along so well, because uh, you're a sun and I'm a moon. I'll ask my mom. Yeah. She'll tell me. She's literally 
literally like a she's a she's a weird like oracle in that way. And then she had this <laughs> giant book made like everything's like Alexis is this. It's like a huge book and it's like a how to. And a lot of it is not wrong. wrong. No, this is the thing with astrology. I think astrology in like a general sense is pretty bullshitty. And even the astrologist was saying that she's like, you can't just say that I'm a Scorpio. So that's why I'm doing and like kind of use it as an excuse an for all of your bad behavior. <laughs> yeah. But like once you start aligning all of these things, cause it's like your, your sun is like your ego and your identity. And then your moon is your emotions yeah. and your feelings. Mm-hmm. And then your rising is the mask that you put on. So it's like, and then there's all your Pluto and your Mars and your Venus. So it's like, once you put them all together, that go to certain personality traits, it starts to make a little bit more sense. I think it's super interesting and I'm open to it, but I think my theory has always been, if you look at somebody's astrological sign and you look when they're born, for example, I was born in the winter. Yeah. Right. So it's fucking cold. And like every year your birthday celebrated in winter. And I, I just think, I think when you're born is actually molded more about more around sort of your, your environment and your circumstances. Like maybe you're a certain way because you're, you're bookended between two holidays and mm-hmm. oh, that, well, especially winter birthdays are interesting in that way. Or like summer, like you got to go like be outside and do this and that. Like, no. I think, I think we're more, yeah, we're no, more I, molded around like around what, what kind what spirits were people in when you were born? When yeah. you were being held and for not, the first few And not times. just even like, when you were born, though, when you were growing up. Growing up, for we, sure. We, we've, we've covered this before where nobody would come to my birthday party because everybody was at summer camp. Yeah. Because I was born on August 2nd. So that's sort of a thing but where it's just like. But at least you could go outside and it was the summer. Well, Literally I mean, Thanksgiving. <laughs> my birthday's the worst because it's right after Thanksgiving and before Christmas. No one has any money. People give you one gift. Happy Thanksgiving, happy birthday, Merry Christmas, Alexis. It's like... I think the only worst time for a birthday would be after Christmas. Between Christmas and New Year's. If you were born on January 2nd, you're fucked. Between Christmas, yeah. Between Christmas, like end of... After Christmas and the first week of January is probably the worst birthday ever. Because at least if you were born like December 19th, you could at least go to a party and it's like, it's also your party party, too. It's also your birthday party. also... I know you're... I know. It's it's the worst. But December 28th, yeah, that's, that's not that's great. Rough. Because that is the week that like time doesn't exist no. and like but nobody really it's either like you're on a bender because there's no work or everybody's feeling sluggish and like weird because <laughs> you're just waiting for New Year's Eve. Like that is a weird period of time in the year. That's right. Yes. It's very uncomfortable feeling. That's okay. right. All right. So we want to talk to you, Alexis. Sorry, we, we, we want we, we really we really want to find this out. What is your best birthday memory? Yeah, what was your favorite birthday memory? Favorite that you've birthday ever had? memory. Uh Best birthday memory. They're none are that great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I can't, none are that great. Um, I have another bad one. Uh, when I was, God, I must've been turning 13. I remember my great grandfather, Bill Cosby was Whoa. doing, yeah, this is why it's the worst. Bill Cosby was, had just taken over kids say the darnest things being the host of Kids Say the Darnest uh-huh. Things. I was probably turning 13. And um, my great-grandfather was going to appear on the show because like, it was his show and it was just going to be like a big yeah. thing. And it was a total surprise to him. So we all, the whole family appeared on that episode of the show. Oh, shit. And like now I'm like, <laughs> ugh, <laughs> holy shit. And I remember Bill Cosby like came up and gave me a hug. And my stepmom was like, I love you, Adrian, if you're listening. She's not, but it's fine. No one does. Uh, <laughs> was like, it's her birthday. And he like gave me a kiss on the cheek. And it was like this super cute thing. 
And now I look at that and I'm like, oh, that's the worst birthday of my that life. Is, that's a really bad worst right? birthday memory. Yeah. It wasn't great. And it was probably on tape. You oh, it's on it tape. Up. It's on tape. Yeah. I challenge no one to find it. Please don't. Um, best birthday. I don't know. All of my birthdays are fine. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel too. I mean, what did we do two years ago? Time sort of no longer exists. Um, one of my favorites, I think 21 or 20. I'll go with this. 21st birthday, the best one, me and Louise had like a joint birthday party at Pink House. Which was the house that Alexis and I and a bunch of friends lived at. In like 10, 12, 13 years ago, 14 when years we're ago. we in 21. 21. I was turning yeah. 21. And we had a fucking rager. We had a rager. And it was great. Frankly, I would love to have a rager again, but there's, I wouldn't burden anyone with that. I would love to have a rager. I'll Should take we have any, a rager? Any excuse for a rager. <laughs> Shit. Okay, do you have any special foods that you eat on your birthday? Like, I have to have this. Um, no. No. No, but I want to have a special meal. Mm. And if I'm guessing right now what I'd want, I've really been craving In-N-Out for a minute. Oh, I want In-N-Out tonight, too. Maybe we'll go to In-N-Out. Um, and then, uh, no, it's nothing in particular. I just really want to feel special and loved. Mm. Oh, you know, that's I just sweet. want to feel a little loved. I want to hear from, I just, I don't need anything. I just want to hear from people I care about. Do you make any birthday affirmations or slash plans for the next year in terms of? I think we all do that. I think like, as you approach your birthday, you're sort of like, I'm turning X. Like, where did I think I'd be? Like, should I, and it's unhealthy. I'm like, should I work out a bunch? Like, so I don't feel bad on that day. Should I do this? Should I buy a great outfit? But I don't think any of that really matters. No, I think that's all a fucking construct. And I was just talking to this, uh, talking to someone about this. Things are changing. And I think the pressures we're all feeling as our birthdays approach should also change. Like women, for example, have always felt this pressure to like have a partner, get married. Yeah. Paris Hilton just got married at 40. And is doing a show called Paris and Love as if she's like, it's changing. Like we don't have to feel these pressures that like we always feel on our mm -hmm. birthdays. Like this is one of the most famous women in the world who's normalizing finding the love of your life at 40. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it like made me super excited for other people who are like younger than me because I've been beating myself up up every year for not having reached this milestone or that milestone by my birthday. And like, I'm loving that that's changing. Cause like, again, Paris Hilton and she's gorgeous. She doesn't look a day over fucking 25. Yeah. And she's changing that, what that looks like. And I think it's the healthiest shit ever. And I wish I'd had more of that when I was younger. Cause now I have the self-esteem to not need that. Right. But like I didn't, when I was growing up, like you beat yourself up every birthday, not hoping why don't I have this or why don't I have that? Or why haven't I reached this goal? Yeah. And now these women like Courtney Kardashian, she's in her forties. She's, she hasn't been married. Like no. she's doing that for the first time. Like I think we all need to be ease up on ourselves, not hold ourselves to some particular standard. Um, but normally to answer your question that was roundabout normally. Yeah. I fucking beat myself up and have these weird standards for birthdays. That okay. So unachievable. So do you also know, you said that Brittany was born on December 2nd. Do you know what criminal was born on December 2nd. Oh, that's a good question. I feel like I did, but I can't remember. Tex Watson. Who's Tex Watson? Tex Watson was the one. Tex Watson sounds like a fake fucking Dude, name I love from the, like I a... also love the name Tex. That's Tex is cool. cool. Okay. Is his real name Tex? It's not, it's not cool. Oh. Right, when but you the hear name about Tex? It. Tex Watson. Oh, is that a nickname? Tex Watson was the one guy of the Manson family who went to Sharon Tate's house. 
Oh. One? I thought several went. No, he was the one guy, though. It was it was women and him. That oh. was it. By the way, his name is not... His name is Charles Denton. Tex, in quotation marks, yeah. Watson Jr. Okay. Yes. So he was... He's probably the, from Texas. He's he like, was... Yeah, my he, name is Tex. Tex. Yes. Motherfucker. Yes. Call me Tex. Exactly. Yeah, I'm so badass. He was the ringleader of the... You know, he was the guy that, that Charlie said... Go there, you know, leave Do something, something witchy. witchy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's what it is. So December 2nd, there you go. He, he was built, in, b- built. He was born in Texas. Farmersville, Texas. Wow. Sounds uh, enriching. Yeah. <laughs> um, interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't text. That is a good name. Might put it in the... In the name bank. Yeah, in the name Me bank. Me too. Um, do you have any other words to say about your birthday? Mm. Birthdays are stupid. No, but I think it's a really exciting opportunity to like kind of reflect like it is a sort of rebirth every year it's an opportunity we get i'm just trying to grow and be better work harder be less hard on myself and i encourage you all to do that because it's like and you know it sounds fucking hard but the older you get the easier it gets to be like meh fuck it you know there really is like a sense of apathy that comes with age and that's why you see all these old ladies that are just living their best lives not giving a shit it's like they spent a lifetime of like picking away at like caring about dumb shit. Dude, especially old ladies. You have to think about the circumstances under which old ladies grew up. Yes. The most fucking rigid, self-criticizing women Sexist, can't do this. Yeah. Don't wear this. Don't wear bathing suits longer than this. Like imagine. The Don't fu- get an education. Get married at 15. Right. Like, like, like take care of the kids. Uh-huh. Fucking bend at the will of, of the man. And it's like they don't give a fuck now. And we should all like have take notes and not give a fuck, and, um, you know, live life without inhibitions. And I'm, I'm working towards that every day. Because, Jack, you know me. It's like, I'm saying all this. It's really hard for me to, to act and, like, live in that. Yeah. Because I have, like, a lot of trauma and, like, a lot of pain, and I'm always just trying to be better. But I'm terrified of my birthday. So I'm happy we're having this conversation. We don't record them these on the actual day. I'm happy we're having this, uh, you know, a couple, a week or so before, because I can actually start to – Live, believe everything yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, you can you start putting it into practice. Yes. Yeah, everybody should do this. Yeah. Yes, even even have a have a fake uh, uh, podcast with your friends and just talk talk. Or just it. like write in your fucking journal or and whatever. be like, "Hey, my yeah. birthday's in two weeks. Here's what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to spiral. I'm not going to criticize myself. I'm not going to judge myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to hate things about myself. Like, mm-hmm. we should love ourselves. Like, life's fucking hard, and we've all been. If you've gotten this far, you've been through a lot of shit. So you yes. should just congratulate yourself. Toast to yourself and go on your merry way. Well, and that's the thing too. I think that everybody kind of has that birthday anxiety. And I think that's all fueled by like, have I done enough? Am I? Self-hatred. It is self-hatred. It's just like, you know, just criticizing every little thing that you've done in life and the things that you haven't done. So I think everybody needs to give themselves a little bit more grace every day, even if it's not your birthday coming up. Exactly. Honestly, life is fucking hard. We live in a country where there's a lot of difficult fucking top. Like there's a lot of difficulties we face every day. And it's like, we should just be patting ourselves in the back constantly. And I bet you we'd all be better at everything we're doing if we just loved ourselves a little harder. Yeah. I agree. And more often. Yes. But we are going to hear now <laughs> about the worst things that you've ever we done. We lifted it up. We're bringing we it back it down. Ever. Yes. Ever. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. 
Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Come one, come all. It's time for your favorite segment, where you all learn how awful the rest of you are. And yet, forgive each other, because we all make mistakes and we're all awful, yet trying to be better. That's right. And uh, what we're going to start with today, on this wonderful day that is December 2nd, is um, we have, like, in essence, an update. Yes. Our first update. I feel fucking great Mm -hmm. about this, by the way. So, if you listen to our cannibalism killing time episode, we had a male caller who described an incident that involved... Him and his best friend getting drunk with the best friend's girlfriend going to sleep at her house. They all slept in the same bed. They were all wasted. The friend was passed out. And our caller slept with his best friend's girlfriend. Yes. After they were all sleeping together, he describes what is called a booty bump, which <laughs> is where her butt was up against his crotch while they were all laying together. And expressed this sincere remorse at doing this. Yes. That being said, he was 16 years old. We're all sort of messes then. Um, and he, he gave us some very kind words about about this segment and about the show. So he called back because we expressed intrigue. At, yes. uh, I had questions, and I don't remember what those questions were, but I was like, what do you mean? How did that happen? How did you, can you live with yourself? How did you continue friendship normally? Like, I try to think about how it would go if I slept with a, a loved one's partner <laughs> secretly. And I, I'm like, I would self-combust. Like, yes. I don't know how that would go. So I'm ready uh, to hear what you have to say. And I'm excited for Jack and Billy to hear. Because yes. like I said, he called back. Let's so dive right in. He doesn't have a name because it's anonymous. But here's our friend. Here we go, caller. Yes. Hello, Jack, Billy, Lex. This is a follow-up call. I, you guys played my call on the cannibalism episode uh, where I... Uh, accidentally had sex with my friend's girlfriend. Uh, Lex asked me to clarify a few things. So, uh, I didn't feel like getting a hold of her by Instagram or uh, I'm too afraid that people might find out who I am. Just kidding. Not really. But anyway, I was 16 when this happened. It was a small town. And I think, all right, let me just continue on. So me... And his girlfriend ended up having sex. And then the next day, you know, we wake up, we're hung over as shit. We're walking home and I don't say a goddamn thing, you know, and I'm feeling the so much shame and so much regret. And I want to tell him, but I don't. It, it gets even worse than that. I spend like the next week just waiting for her to drop the bomb and let my friend know what happened between us. But, uh, <laughs> She ended up never saying anything. So uh, for the next few months, I told him that he should be really careful because this girl is going to end up hurting him. She just seems like 
the cheat and type. And don't ask me how I know. I just have a feeling. And then six months later, she ended up uh, cheating on him with the cable guy. Cable guy came by to hook up the cable and cheated on her. He found out. They broke up. I told him about what happened between us, and he was never mad at me anymore. He wasn't mad after all. It was one of those high school relationships that at the time, maybe you're real upset about it. But when you look back on it, you just laugh and laugh and really wouldn't change anything different. And uh, this is mostly just an update. So uh, Lex seemed very curious. And uh, I meant to uh, tell you guys that uh, I'm very, I'm very thankful for you advocating my bad behavior, even though I was 17. Oh, so Jack's always saying that um, Lex has an ability to, you know, like uh, give people a doorway out or whatever. She would just make a great defensive attorney is what she's doing. You know, like she's, she's taking the facts and putting them in a light in a way that, you know, people can understand because people make mistakes. And uh, my favorite part about my first call in was uh, how uh, Jack and Lex talked about the whole situation and then they asked Billy and he was just speechless. I've never heard him so speechless. It gave me a big, big smile. I wish I knew your name because I would tell you that this call made my day. I mean, it's very Alexis heavy, but it's Alexis's birthday and we're fucking leaning into it. And also, it really just gave me the realization that you should be a defense attorney. Mm. You're really, really, that's that's your skill. I can always find a spin. Yeah. That you can oh, all yeah. in the craziest times. Yes. You can always spin. I can always find a spin. Nobody well, can argue like Alexis. No one can argue like me? Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, and you really can, like... Anytime that we listen to, especially one of these calls that I think that call will end and then Billy and I are like, what the fuck do we do? Mm -hmm. You're like, I got it. Well, here's the thing. Like in order to be, and here's the thing, defense attorneys get a really bad rap. Uh, Cause like in order to understand where someone is coming from when they make a terrible decision, you have to have just incredible empathy. Yeah. And it's like, you have to be like, why would someone make a decision that is so destructive? It's like they're in pain they witness bad behavior. They've been exposed to bad behavior. They're oppressed. Like you have to see about the root of people's behavior before you judge them. Yeah. Or at least you have to consider it as a mitigating factor. Um, you know what I mean? Like you have to consider it as like, you always have to think about why people do shit. Like, are they disenfranchised? Are they abused? Are they neglected? Are they, um, you know, just emotionally unintelligent. And I think that's the key. It's like, we have to just have, Mistakes and pain and hurting others, all of it is like people in pain do that. Hurt people hurt people, as yeah. they say. Yeah. So I think that's sort of where my mind goes when we're hearing these calls where it's like people are doing things to be shitty. They're doing things because they're hurting. Yeah. They're retaliating. They're responding to stimulus that has hurt them. Uh, or not. That's the thing. Like, there's or also not. there's also mm-hmm. fucking evil people. There's sociopaths, or people that just make make like one really shitty decision in their life and they regret it yep. forever. Forever. And that being said, though, sociopaths 
And the reason why I feel confident commenting on the calls we get, sociopaths aren't going to call. No. Because no. they never thought what they did They don't bad. care. They don't care. No. You know, so the people who call, and I'm hearing this more and more lately, like the next call I, I have, like people are like, I feel so bad. It's why I'm calling. They're, yes. get, they're trying to get it off their chest. So like I can advocate for everyone who calls. Yeah. Unless they're like, and fuck this person and yeah, fuck that yeah, person. Yeah, like yeah. even sometimes no. when that's happened, those people have deserved it. Yeah. And it hasn't been against the law or whatever. So- you know, I appreciate caller. You don't have a name. I'll call you Jim. Who knows? Uh, this comments a lot. Thank you for the birthday call for the birthday gift. I know you Wait, didn't know it would be my birthday, but we need to talk about the call for a second. Okay. Because the fact that the girlfriend ended up cheating on the guy with the cable guy, Yikes. the cable guy, Yikes, dude, I mean, you can't write that. No, you can't write he it. She just came to fix the cable and she somehow fucked him. What are that? That is literally out of a fucking movie. It's out of a movie, but friend Jim, that's your name in this show now because you didn't give us one. <laughs> um, she probably cheated before you. Oh, she and, she and cheated after, after you, and she'll probably cheat on every and partner she's with. It's amazing that you got this life lesson because you did this thing. It was very impulsive, and uh, you felt terrible and for I'm gonna, what you did. I'm going to assume that you probably never did anything like that again. Like right. you learned your lesson early. Like honestly, it's kind of a blessing in disguise that something like this happened to you in your like mid teenage years. And he didn't your friend didn't marry her. She turned out to be not good for yeah. him. And uh I have compassion for her, whatever she's going through, like to to act out in this way against people she cares about. That's unfortunate. But you this is not a, a friendship breaking sort mm-hmm. of situation. And I think that's beautiful. Exactly. And we all learn. We all learn. We all fuck up. We all hurt people and we all want to do better. There yeah. you go. And I think you did you definitely learned from this. Yes. And I'm going to enroll in college to be a defense attorney. I can't wait. <laughs> right now. I can't wait to be a fan <laughs> at your court hearings. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, since this last caller was such a robust Ooh, topic situation, yes. we're going to jump right into the Costanza stanza. Mm, so, okay. birthday Lex, take us into the night. Okay. So, I didn't do a birthday theme, George, but I did a sorcery oh, theme, George, because okay. that was sort of the theme so of the, our the dark, dark day. day. Yes. yes. That's right. Okay, it's called Warlock George. Ooh. Mm. If George had a superpower, what would it be? What kind of antics would he cause with his sorcery? Would he be really scary and haunt Jerry? How about Elaine? He'd make her burst into flames. Mm. Well, you know who's for sure fair game? Kramer. Because <laughs> fucking with him's a no-brainer. And don't be assuming that we'd ever forget Newman, <laughs> who George would kill... If you were a sorcerer, superhuman. Ooh. Yeah. Very dark. You like that? Very dark. Sorcerer. Newman would be the first to go, and you know it. Of, I mean, that's isn't that the whole By Newman. theme of Newman? Or you would make in the Newman. Jurassic Park, they, in Jurassic Park, they kick that guy to the curb, too. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this 20-year-old <laughs> movie. <laughs> Bye. 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 You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.